Hi there, this is Shonda Pearson. You are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with two-time guest Shonda Pierce. You can catch Shonda currently on tour, and her new movie, Row With It, is in theaters only for three days, May 9th, 11th, and 13th. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. So I don't know a lot of our listeners. I mean, I know we have listeners from all over, but we are from uh, the city of Louisville in Kentucky, and Jacob lives in Florida, but you know, we're Louisville uh, grown. Forever. And we are on the week before Derby, the Kentucky Derby mm-hmm. is happening. And last week we just had kind of the big kickoff with there's always a big fireworks show called Thunder Over Louisville. And so uh, for those of people who are listening that aren't from Louisville, uh, it's kind of a big deal here in the city uh, the couple weeks up up to Derby. But this is like the first year, I think in a long time, that we're not doing anything on Derby. Like we're not hanging out, Mm. like we're not getting together. There's just usually we go to someone's family, you know, a a family member's house and do something. But I don't and I realized something. I don't think I'm going to watch it this year. Mm. I I don't think I ever really liked horse racing. And I'm from Kentucky and it feels like I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to say that. It'd be like, you know, it's like being from Kentucky and not liking KFC or something. Uh, But. I don't think I'm going to because I was talking to my wife and I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I usually only watch it because we're at someone's mm. house. We'll watch it. Do you watch it now that you yeah, live in Florida? Yeah, Because it's on the TVs down here. It's like on it's, on, you know, because it's it's a big event. It's it's everywhere. Deal, yeah. right? Like, so it'll yeah. be on the anybody. It'll be on TV down here. And so um, we did watch um, in Louisville. The the kickoff to the Kentucky Derby, there is what is it? Is it like the world's largest fireworks show, Jesse? It's the world's largest annual okay. fireworks. Yeah, show. Thunder over Louisville, and it's a big, humongous fireworks show at the waterfront. Air show yeah. and do air show during the day, and a, fire, a thirty minute fireworks show. And then there was like there's like three bridges in Louisville, but one of the bridges they do like these firework waterfalls at the very end. They didn't do it the last oh, two didn't. years. Mm. I did watch it this year. I guess no, I just missed it. It's kind. Of, listen, it's kind of controversial in the city. They should that they got rid of the waterfall? They should do it. Apparently, it was to protect the new paint job on the bridge. Oh. But people, like the people, were like, "We don't care if you have to tax us more. We want the waterfall back. <laughs> we want our waterfall back. Uh, Bring back the waterfall." I will. Uh, you know, it's funny because with big events like this, like Thunder Over Louisville and Derby. Cause I know people that have gone to Derby, like local, you know, like people have grown up in Louisville. Oh, I go to Derby every year. Or, oh, I go to Oaks or, Oh, I go to Thunder every year. I, that's not me. I'd rather watch it on TV. You get a better seat. You're comfortable. You can eat your own snacks. You can sit on your couch in your socks and you don't have to like be around a thousand yeah. people in possibly rainy weather. I'd much rather stay at home and enjoy it from the comfort of my own living now, room. I know. Let's see. It's it's been a minute since. I've, I mean, I've been down here a few years, but they used to do like the great steamboat race, where like two boats would race, the yeah, the balloon race, the hot air balloon race. Um, the do they still glow, do the, the the? I think the derby the race, the marathon. Yeah. I think so. The Pegasus oh, yeah, parade. I heard it's a parade. I heard that that might be canceled because of the rainy weather mm. or something. I'm I'm not sure if it happened or they the Pegasus parade is really like keeping up with it. A smaller version of the Macy's Thanksgiving. It's a it's a big it's a big parade. Wait, but wait it's smaller. a big one. It's a big parade, but it's not it's not as big as they that. They usually one. have but, a celebrity know, that, that comes they have in uh, as the, the head, whatever you call yeah, marshal. The um, the Chow Wagon used to be a thing mm-hmm. that I always liked. It's like a bunch of food trucks and yeah. stuff. Uh, that was always fun. You know, this the this year, I, I guess, you know, how people are in the Christmas spirit. Uh, I'm just not in the derby <laughs> spirit this year. I don't know. I, I just don't feel very derby-y now, this year. Now, <laughs> two things that I'm thinking of right now. The The first thing was 
when we watched Thunder a couple weeks ago, they do this drone show now, and it was awesome. It was so cool how I don't know how many drones were in the sky. I mean, at least fifty. There was a bunch. Yeah, that that and is really cool. Really that cool. is really cool. And they go to the the different soundtracks like playing in the background. It's pitch dark, and the drones like make the shapes of whatever's playing. Like they did a dinosaur for Jurassic Park. They yeah, it is yeah, it is really yeah. neat. Um, and it takes a lot of practice. It, it is to do cool that. to see that like the the new thing. Well, they're all computerized. Yeah. Like it's they fly automatically. They're like Still robots, cool. but it's it's really cool. Like uh, to see all that happen. Um, yeah, I mean, Thunder on TV this year. I don't know if I'll watch Derby. We'll see. And then of um, course, Derby Pie. Who knows? Oh. Derby Pie is good, but it's only good when it comes from our grandma, and we're and she lives in North Carolina now. So, but I'll be there in a couple weeks to visit her. So maybe I can say, hey, uh, you want to throw some Derby Pie on? Derby Pie derby? is for those that don't live in Louisville. It's a chocolate chip pie, and they sell it down here, but they don't call it Derby Pie. It's just chocolate chip pie. Here's the best way to describe it. Here's the best way to describe it. It's pecan pie with chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. But a lot of chocolate That's what chips. It is. It's pecan pie with chocolate chips. A lot of chocolate chips. And it's it's way oh, better yeah. than pecan pie. Much better. <laughs> and it's not as like pecan pie has all that gel sugared stuff in it. I don't even know that Cairo syrup or Cairo syrup. I don't even know how you say it. But that syrup, it's not as syrupy as as a pecan pie, do you think? less it's less syrupy or whatever let yeah it's less it's more like a it's yeah i don't know how to describe it more of a and yes if it's not homemade then i don't know i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah hey well speaking of it you know what's coming up is really soon the caleb awards will be there at the end of this month just a couple weeks away from that we've been talking about it the last couple of episodes uh but listen a lot of our questions that we get for the artists that we interview while we're down there come from our listeners. Uh, so again, uh, we want to encourage you guys to go to christianmusicguys.com, uh, send us a message, go to the contact us page, uh, shoot us a message, let us know who your favorite artist is. You know, it's really cool. We've been hearing from people uh, have reached out and just hearing the story behind like, they like if someone will have a question for an artist and they'll say, hey, listen, I just recently got going, got done going through this thing in my life. And this song that this person wrote or sings has been such a huge blessing to me. So would you please ask them? Man, those are the conversations we want to have with the artists. And, you know, that's always been kind of our heart is to hear the ministry that takes place behind the song on the radio. And so, yeah, we're grateful for everyone who's reached out. I'll just give a couple of shout outs because I'm so happy to hear from people. But uh, Wendy, Brian, Rachel, Melissa and Micah, you guys have reached out recently in the last a week or so and so uh thank you for reaching out please continue to do so let us know who your favorite artist is and you know it's it's a huge help as well you know we ask our listeners always at the end of each episode go to apple podcast and uh, leave us a review uh give us five stars if you enjoy the show you know it's it's uh, it really is helpful for us and and getting the christian music guys podcast out there it helps us in the algorithms and all that stuff and we're super grateful anytime we hear from you guys and read that we read all the reviews and all the emails you guys send we read uh, so we're super grateful and remember every single week on tuesdays at 4 30 eastern standard time we are on for, for our louisville local louisville people. people or you can download their app wjie or go to the website wjie.org and you can listen to us if you live wherever london texas California, wherever you may listen, but you can go and listen. Well, you can do that on you can do that on the podcast app as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but <laughs> on the radio station, you can hear us live and um, do us a big favor. Call them up, email email the radio station. Um, just go to their contacts on their website and just let them know that you love listening to us. That would be greatly appreciated. Well, man, so I'm really excited about the interview that, you know, we're going to, uh, that everyone's got about to listen to. Man, we had a absolute blast uh, with Shonda for the second time. It's always fun. I think the first time we had an interview with her, we had, we always kind of come up with some notes, like what we're talking points and stuff. And it was funny because just 
like a week before our interview, our second interview with her, we were talking about, well, what do we want to talk about? And we were like, listen, we don't need notes. <laughs> Let's just hit record and see what happens because, man, with Shonda, you never know. And it's awesome. We we got to talk about a lot of really fun things. And her movie role with it coming out is hilarious. And so you'll get to hear about that. But, man, it is always so much fun having Shonda on the podcast. Absolutely. And be sure to listen to the entire interview because you get a little Easter egg at the end. We had a lot of fun and we were poking fun at each other and she recorded a very special, special message for our podcast. So listen to the whole interview. Shonda, thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) Our two time guest, Shonda Pierce is with us. Thank you so much and coming on here and uh, risking it again with us. How many two time guests have you had? We've had a few. We've yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, so we've had a few. We, now we're broke yeah, after paying no, them, but yeah, we're, we're, we've had a few. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You mean you can get paid no. for this? This is I know, right? <laughs> Tell us how. We'll, we'd yeah, love to exactly. do that. Yeah, we'd love to know. <laughs> well, Shonda, how you been? It's been a while since we've talked. I'm good. I'm good. I moved into my, my last home, uh, other than a nursing home, which I'm sure my son will put me in. As soon as I show a sign. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. But it's my last home. My husband and I started the venture of, and, you know, talked about building a house out on the farm. And uh, when he passed, I just put all that ideology aside. You know, I just thought I can never do it by myself, you know, and all those sad things you think about. Yeah. But then when healing comes, you find a, a new empowerment. And, and I yeah. go, you know what? Um, and also, just honestly, when COVID hit, I knew there were things you have to scale down. You know, every artist, you didn't know when you're going to get back to work. You didn't know if you're going to get back to work, if your audience is going to forget who you are, you know, so all those fears come into play. And I decided, you know, you know what? I I don't need the condo anymore. I got to let go of this car. I got to do that, you know, and I decided it would be best to just build a house out on the farm because I'm not going to get rid of it. For one, I buried my whole family out here, so you know, it's like, I'd have to uproot them, you know, put them in a jar or something. I don't know. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So it's harder when they're big bodies in a box, you know? So I, I just decided to build a house and it took almost three years to do it because of COVID, you know, waiting on windows and waiting on particular appliances and all the things that people go through when they build. You keep but at last I'm in it and I love it. I'm so blessed. I feel so blessed. You keep mentioning yeah. this thing called COVID. What is that? <laughs> exactly. Isn't it funny how all of a sudden it was just announced. It's over. I'm like, that was it? There are no big party or no hoopla. You know? And then I get an email from some news source that says, don't take the vaccine anymore. And I'm like, what? You know, first it was like, get the vaccine or you can do nothing. Now it's going don't get the vaccine. You're Don't going to die. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, Oh my stars. I, I feel for the people, you know, when uh, the uh, president and everybody knows my politics. So, you know, I, I'm, I <laughs> honor the people in the white house, even if they don't know they're in the white house, but I honor <laughs> them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like so, ice cream. So <laughs> but all that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but all that to say, when he announced it's over, I my heart just dropped for, I know three people personally that we lost during COVID. You know, so not to mention, you know, a, a cousin of the third cousin of the fourth cousin and all the fringe people you heard about. So many people lost loved ones and so many people died that you just think, really, just like that, you say it's over. No, for those people, yeah, it right. is not over. And they have to live with the grief. They have to figure out how to navigate life without them. And grief is a very big deal Mm -hmm. to me because I have grieved in every way imaginable, Mm -hmm. you know, for every kind of person and every kind of incident. And, um, and so my heart just went out for those people. And I'll get choked up talking about it, that just because the president announces that it's over, the the pain is right. not over, you know, and so right, the residual yeah. uh, things you have to live with is not over. And and once again, that's where the church can come into play and go. And you know, we're here for your long term pain and grief and care. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's too early in the interview, Shonda, to cry yet. But we prefer you save that for the end after we've after we've had an impactful conversation about something. You know, um, let's, let's save for the end. Jacob. You should have asked about yeah. at the end. Look, um, I love that you guys are so in church ministry, but you're so sarcastic. You are making. Oh, I'm a I'm in youth ministry. Sarcasm well, is like my love language. I, my son, I wish you guys would meet. He's 32. He is the most sarcastic person I've ever, and he makes, just when you want to throw something at him, he just makes you laugh. You can't help but laugh, which ticks me off because I need to be like right. kicking him out. But, just, you know, you can't you got your own. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a professional Christian. He'll tell everybody, my mom's yeah. a <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, wherever the conversation goes, Shonda, we'll just roll with it. That's called a segue. Whoop, whoop, see how? Whoop. See what I did there? It's professional. Evidently, so not- you'll have three minutes tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who other no. important people are you going to interview after me? Come on, guys. I know it's. Um, I mean. Someone who just texts Michael W. Smith nonchalantly. I don't think we can interview anyone bigger than you. I'll just be honest. Seriously, guys, I wish. I know there says a share button here. I don't know what that means. Presentation. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, Oh, that's if you want to share a document with us or something. Oh, my gosh. I should have told you. I have the end of Michael W. Smith's career. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's there. It is so funny. He's in my movie, yeah. Row With It. And he does a karaoke scene where he dressed like Billy Ray Cyrus and sang mm-hmm. Freebird. But in the movie, you know, you make about 35, 40 seconds in it. I have two minutes of him singing <laughs> Freebird, and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. Oh, in man. <laughs> that alone is worth the price of admission. I'm just yeah, telling he. He had it. Uh, he was into it. Oh he, my he, god! He was into it. Gonna, when I hang out tonight, I'm going to text y'all the whole <laughs> version of it. Okay, we love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. And I just texted him from Norway because I said I'm going to be online a, 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 another show before y'all. And I said, can I give him this? And he goes, oh yeah, I think it's hilarious. Yes, my career is over, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> he was just he was just happy to sing some other song than Friends. I mean, come on, he was just. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the what was the latest? My son says the line so perfect. This is uh, this is how we fight yeah. our battles. Oh, <laughs> just, just like it. And I don't think he means it real spiritually. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's about now is is that Oswald or is that I that can't remember Murphy your other puppies Murphy all right Murphy. named after Murfreesboro where I used mm. to live yeah okay now uh, so what was it like making the movie and how'd all that come how did that whole process was this your idea did someone rope you into it how did roll with it well, Happen. first of all, I've been in like four Hallmark movies. I've been, a you know, a little part in several other movies in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And I love Selfie Dad, All Saints, things like that. And I started out before you guys were born. I was a theater arts major. And so I loved acting. You know, that was kind of a, a, a hopeful dream. Um, but then comedy took off and I loved it. And I've been doing that for a long time. And then a lot of my videos, I do little... Uh, sketches and stuff like that. So I always try to, you know, keep up the chops or whatever that is. But I, my husband and I, one of the last little things we toyed with when he was doing well and we're, everything was alive and well at our house, we we wrote this movie script and I played a Walmart greeter who had to win a karaoke contest because my house has fallen in a sinkhole. The amazing thing is I'm just stupid enough and bold enough that I, you know, my manager is in a firm that managed at that time Billy Crystal and Robin Williams and Woody Allen and David Letterman, all these people. So I was walking through there and Larry Bresner, who produced everything that Robin Williams ever did, um, I was stupid enough to just go in there. By the way, my husband and I wrote this script and I think it's really funny. Would you mind taking a look at it? And, you know, it's like, 
I didn't realize, you know, I don't know the protocol or whatever, but right. people give their <laughs> left arm to we walk into his office and just mm. hand him a script. And he was kind enough and chuckled and he threw it on his desk. And about a couple of weeks later, I was in Beverly Hills again. I was talking to my manager and he called me in there. Hey, Pierce, you know, he called me Country Pierce. And he said, little Country Pierce, Pierce. And I said, yes. He goes, let me tell you about this script. And he had marked it up in red ink and all this stuff. He goes, do you know how much money it would cost to film this script? And I go, no, you know, I don't think that hit yeah, <laughs> more money than your market could ever warrant. Now, aside, let me just say this. I wish he was still living. He passed away a few years ago. I wish he would see how good Jesus revolution and the chosen is doing. Yeah. And some of these Christian yeah. movies are doing because a lot of Hollywood producers are like, there's no money in Christian movies. You know what I mean? They're all soft. They're not as talented, blah, blah. And so anyway, he told my, my script, he tore it up to pieces. And um, so I was on another movie set and somebody asked me, have you ever written a script around your persona? I said, oh, funny you would ask, you know. I said, Man, by then David was passed. And I said, um, you know, I have this script my husband and I worked on. And he goes, I'd like to. And I said, I play a Walmart greeter that has to win a karaoke contest because my house. And just that enough, he interrupted me. And the guy goes, I got it. I got to see it. You know, I guess me being a Walmart greeter, you know, all that and the karaoke and all that. <laughs> that that's got to happen. And he tore it up, too. But he just said, you know what? There's meat here somewhere. And I hope you find it at home. And then he passed it to someone else. And it finally landed in the hands. And this is for people, don't give up on your dream or, you know, or your script. So this is almost 12, 13 years later, it lands in the hands of a guy named Chris Dowling, who has directed a bunch of movies. He's very smart, very y'all's age, you know, young and hip and cool. And he took it and uh, we couldn't get, I couldn't be a Walmart greeter because we couldn't get Walmart involved on they didn't like my politics. They so. said no. They said no. So we tried to be a Cracker Barrel waitress, and Cracker Barrel said no. And so, you know, just because of that one guy with the orange hair, come on, you know. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so he said, I, I'm not giving up. And so he wrote it that I was a waitress at Biscuit Barrel. Biscuit Barrel. <laughs> not, yeah. And um, and my house is in back taxes, and so I'm going to lose it, and so I have to win a karaoke contest. He took it and tightened it up and made it recordable or filmable, you know, and and it was really fun. He came out. I was so blessed because, you know, he's, he's directed a bunch of movies. He came out and saw my show a few times, and, and, he, and he wrote down funny lines I say in the show and all that, and he did magic, you know, it was just, and it's funnier than what David and I ever wrote. You know, there are some tender things in there that he kept. And a lot of it, one interesting thing is my husband wrote that the character I play, Bonnie, talks to her dead husband mm -hmm. all the time. And he wrote mm -hmm. that. Woo -doo -doo, woo -doo -doo -doo. So I have very dear friends that go, please do not write me into any of your movies. So <laughs> That's true. It's true. I'm like, oh, you are like, I'm such, I don't know what's wrong with me, but most of my family is outside in the yard underground. So, you know, they're like, don't put me in your movies. <laughs> And it and it became such a joy. It was the hardest work I've ever done. I'm old. So getting up at 5 a.m. every day and recording till 10, you know, because Christian movies, we have a smaller budget. So you make hay while you can. And, and my whole town, the little town I live in, they just gave up their time and, and the traffic jams. And the, we got to drive a car across, you know, courthouse lawn and, it was just a joy, and it came out in March, just about, uh, it was going to be released, and about a week before it was supposed to be released, COVID shut mm -hmm. the nation down, and uh. the president announced that we're shutting the nation down, and I thought, I've been to the White House, I should tell him, can you just wait a little while, <laughs> just, just a minute. let my movie come out. <laughs> Real inconvenient time. Yeah, and then it would be 
com- Christian comedian Chanda Pierce kills the nation. So now I could, but it was it was so sad, and so it just it's been in a in the can as they call it for several years, and then you have to wait till the big hot hot shot movies are out, you know. So you might have a bleep on the radar in the box office. So it's going to be out yeah. only three days because that's the only amount of theaters we can afford, you know, um, and X amount of theaters. I think it's about 900 theaters. You, did you know you have to pay for every theater you put that mm. movie in? Mm. And so if you don't yeah. save a little money on the end of your budget, you're just. You've got a great movie, but no one to go see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're just slowly bringing groups into the house. Yep. Now. Now, if it, if, it, awesome. if it does well, it'll play longer, right? Maybe. At the end of the three days, yeah. it's, it's like May 9th, 11th, and 13th. I don't know like why there's a day in between May. It's like, it's that good. You have to really rest. But, yeah, um, yeah it is, uh, it's three days. And we'll see. If it does really good, maybe they will, you know, add some shows or add some theaters. But, you know, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and this probably is a lot like songwriting or something. I don't know. But you can make this great labor of love. You can write it out. You can act in it. You can be, you know, I was an executive producer, which really means really nothing. But because once it gets in some people's hands, you got no say. Mm. And it traded hands and then the company sold. And then it's like, so for four years, it's floated around and floated around, floated around. And finally, my manager just stepped up and said, okay, I have some money. What's it going to take to get this out there? And he he put up the funds to do it. And this is real honest mm. talking. But but it's also a great lesson of if you've got a really strong dream and you want to see something really cool happen, just don't give up. You know, just yeah. keep keep mm-hmm. working it. Keep getting out there with the right people. You know, get on the Christian Music Guys podcast and be talking about it. You know, Tell everybody can. Yeah. That. That scene at the end where you're driving almost into a house, was that you or did you have a stunt? Well, I I did my own stunts, (laughs) but the Actors Guild would not let me. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. There was a professional stunt driver and she was driving into the courthouse. But she was like flying, Mm -hmm. skidding across there. But then it would cut away where... When I'm in the car, it's on the back of a flat bed and cameras are all around mm-hmm. and I'm just got to pretend like I'm like Mario Andretti. But that gal, she's like 23 and she really does race cars. I mean, she was great. So that was kind of fun. And I went to high school out here. This is where I met my husband. And so getting to do things in my own small town was so much fun. That's awesome. But the Bad thing is, I tell my acting friends never record a movie in your in your own town because for four years I can't go to Walmart, I can't go to McDonald's. When's yeah. that movie coming out? Right. You know, I was extra yeah. on the back row, you know, and it's like I don't know. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but now it's happening. Yeah. Welcome to show business. Mm-hmm. It looks like you all had a ball right. making it. Uh, how much of how many of those lines are? Just you guys goofing up and ad-libbing, kind of improv. Was there any of that in the movie? I wish. Not a whole lot to tell the truth. Okay. It just, <laughs> it just seemed like, it just seemed like know, you all had so you, much fun. The director was a little worried. If we give her an inch, she's going to be here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like so what you're saying question. is on the cutting room floor, there's yeah, probably yeah. some deleted so scenes we'd enjoy. Like you ask one question, and then the podcast goes for 45 minutes. Yeah. I think that was probably a little bit of it. I think um, what was really cool, he was so gracious. He came to a couple of my shows and he wrote, you know, lines that I say naturally all the time and and, uh, subject matters that I talk about, like the dating and stuff. And he inserted some of that, which became then very easy, you know, Mm -hmm. to those lines were very easy. The hard lines were things he wanted me to say. There was one line I was supposed to say, and I said, please, I don't think, I mean, Bonnie might say it, but my fans will be very disappointed to see Shonda say it. And we argued about that for a long time. And he's like, no, just say it. You can do it. Just say it with conviction. And I did. And when it was screened among a couple of theaters in Christian audience, everybody said the same thing. Oh, I was just disappointed to see Shonda say, 
B A L L S. And so, yeah, and I know it's it's, it's silly, but they but it was true, and I felt uncomfortable. That's how not stupid I am. But um, and they didn't even let me take a second, you know, take. So then we had to go back into a studio, and then they just showed the back of my head, saying a line that would be more fitting for my yeah. audience. And it made it made me want to go to that little sweet little preppy millennial director and go, I told you. Yep. <laughs> but I didn't yep. because I love him and Jesus. You just decided to roll with it. See, that's another that's ah, another there, I'm just trying to subliminal, subliminal, yes. get it there. Yes. And so <laughs> now did you I actually have a question for you? Were you ever a waitress? Yes. Who because you did well, because you you did the role like you like you just kind of fit right in like you've done it before, so it seemed kind of natural. Tables at the age of fourteen, fifteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Look, Chris just signed off. He's just so dumb. <laughs> wow, he's taking a drink of water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do that, but anyway, uh, no, he signed. Um, I was, I've been a waitress, you know, I mean, one time I was a waitress at Shirley's Bakery. I was 15. I drove a motorcycle to work at 4 a.m. and would decorate cakes and then wait on the breakfast crowd and then go to high school. One time on my way, I ran over a chicken. It was so sad. Chickens are stupid. Like the chicken was going across the road. But there uh, it is. I was I was wondering uh, if that was going to go somewhere. A chicken was going across the road, and then they just get scared, and they turn around and ran right in between my wheels, and the feathers got in my toes and everything. I had sandals on. It was terrible. But and so I was a waitress, and you know who I waited on one time that year? Tanya Tucker. Do you oh, know that's that impressive. Name? Oh, cool. She's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. She liked white beans yep. and cornbread with turnip greens. Mm. I don't know how I, I don't know why I remembered <laughs> that just now, but I did. That's the way my well, minutes were. <laughs> well, so you, what were the dates again? You said for the in theaters. No, I'm just trying to remember. I want to make sure that yeah. our May our people 9th, hear it as many times as possible. 13th. May 9, 11, and thirteen, and go to rollwithit.movie. Rollwithit.movie. All right. Well, Vonda. What'd you say? <laughs> I called you Vonda because I have a. <laughs> Let me tell you a true story. This will be hilarious. You ready? What? <laughs> it's because I've been texting one of my youth. Well, she listens to our podcast. So, hi, Vonda. Uh, hi, Vonda. I've been texting. I knew Vonda, and, and uh, Vonda was, is probably now 70. So. <laughs> Oh uh, no! This bond is this bond is not seventy. She's one of my youth uh, parents' mom, and so I've been texting her throughout the day about a trip we're going on. So Shonda Vonda, it got mixed up in my head. Yeah, right. Well, Shonda, <laughs> I appreciate you just saying Shonda. Usually, it's Chandra, Chandra, Shanda, yeah, mm-hmm. Chandra I Price. I met a man in Israel once, and he came up to me and said, "Young lady, do you know that your name in Yiddish means shame?" Oh, man. That's, that's that's like, do you know that your name have a good your day. name in Hebrew means jerk? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't want to Maybe say his that name was Kevin. Okay, to have the relationship between Americans and Israelis. So yeah, yeah. Well, our last name's pretty, so we've heard it all. We've we've had people make fun of that's our name our entire life. Pretty, pretty. Oh, yeah. My goodness, you know. I know. In this day and age, that could work for you because of culture. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want it to work for us that way. Isn't, you know? isn't it just, y'all, seriously? That's a whole other <laughs> podcast we can do. Oh, yep. Because <laughs> I have a very strong opinion that I give every night. Once in a while, people walk out and I'm like, bye. I'm trying to ruin my career. Goodbye. See you later. See I you wish later. someone cancel me. Oh. I've been trying to get canceled so much. Just What's somebody got to do? Whoever cancels people, send them to my show. All right. I need to I'm ready to be canceled. Well, we can give you an opportunity because we were wanting to ask you about a couple of topics that might get you canceled. Uh, so we can try that. We want to play it. a game with you called Funny or Not Funny. We want to ask you because you're a comedian, you're a professional funny person. 
And we want to know your opinion on if something's funny or not funny. All right, I'm ready. And your opinion. All right. A Biden press conference. Always funny. Absolutely hilarious. Especially <laughs> if he's there. But most of the time, not there. And it's during his nap hour. Yeah. And so they have this woman or, or with ice a French down. name that no one can pronounce who's lying for everybody all day long. I would not want her job. Lord love her. Uh, the next one, uh, Weird Al. Uh, he's a hack. <laughs> he's still alive. I can't say he's a hack. He because I have also parodied things, and Mark Lowry has parodied things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at least we have more things we do besides parodies. But sometimes these parodies, parodies get a little mean. I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. him for years. He's probably in a nursing home right now. Rewriting the words for a sparse Star Spangled Banner. It's <laughs> golden I don't know what that means. That's what you do Is when you go to the nursing home. It's a Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> you know, well, Weird Al was one of our main sponsors. Well, Not anymore. Yeah, 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 we we and I said hello, and Jesus loves him. <laughs> All right. Bless his heart. <laughs> you know, who was it I got to work with one time that I was like so thrilled because I don't know. Not Weird Al Yankovic, but what's the Yakov Smirnoff or something like that? Not the <laughs> not the alcohol. That's Yakov Smirnoff. That's his name. Have you okay. heard, have you heard okay. that name? He's kind of during yes. the Weird Al time. See, y'all don't even know. Y'all are so old. No, I, I believe. Uh... Do you know that? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know George no, Burns. No, I, I, uh, yes, I believe Bob manager, Smiley mentioned him. My manager won't let me. I want. I keep telling him I want to retire. He goes, "You can't. You're booked till you're 100." <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the other one? That's All right. It. Next one is Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Well, well, you know, he needs to know Jesus. That would help a lot. That's the that's the mothery answer. The second is this millennial that took over the world and changed the minds of young people. And he wants so badly to censor people. And I understand that because there are some things that need to be censored. But what he chooses to censor is so sad. And then there's teenagers that are just be killing themselves because of how they feel about themselves on Facebook. Isn't that sad? But wouldn't it be funny if you yeah. woke up one morning mm-hmm. and he, Mark Zuckerberg just quit and, unpl- and unplugged it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're just going to close this thing down, guys. We're, we're just yeah, done. Yeah, I'm tired. And he just unplugged it. I wish he would unplug it for like a day a week. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great idea, Mark, yeah. if you're listening? If you're listening, <laughs> yeah. whoever you are. Unplug it's like it. that. Um, I don't take, know if you watch. Take a day off. Take a day off, unplug just, it. Just you know how much money they would save and overhead oh, yeah. and off? Just give everybody a day off 24 hours. Maybe that would be a start <laughs> to, uh, to wean us off of it. But what will I do as soon as this is over? Look y'all up on Facebook. <laughs> if you don't have enough hours, I'm going, really? I spent 30 minutes with those guys. <laughs> What about dad jokes? <laughs> I hate the dead air. <laughs> Cricket. That's why we post. That's why we post edit. Thank goodness. Put some like laughs in between or something. We have a laugh track. Yeah, we have a laugh track oh, that we insert. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you How do you feel? Screams of a group of mothers off to the side, going, "Yay, boys! Good job! Good job! Good job. <laughs> what do you think about dad jokes? Dad jokes. Oh, well, that's free game. There's been blonde jokes for years, okay? Mm-hmm. So dads should be able to take it because, believe me, I've made a career talking about my family. <laughs> and they love eating, so they didn't mind. <laughs> Look, if there's a dad that's joke awesome. that's buying him a new car, I don't think he minds. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, to this next this next segment. Um, so the other day, I was flipping through YouTube and came across a video with you on Way Nation with uh, Stephen Curtis and some other DJs. 
and I believe Dave uh, with Sidewalk Prophets. And man, I was impressed with your Christian music knowledge. I was like, this lady is like legit. She knows all the songs and you like torched. I don't even know who you were against. One of the way FM no. people. You want, you want to know the real story behind it? So they gave you the answers. No, they didn't give me the answers, but the big shot DJ dude. What's his name? Wally. Yeah. Wally. Uh, he didn't do my segment. They sent the receptionist from downstairs to do my segment because when I sat down for him to interview me earlier that day, he started asking me questions about, I thought he was going to ask me about the movie and everything in the tour, you know, whatever. He started asking me about a, a documentary that was out like 10 years ago. And he was going, you know, I just ran across this man is on prime video. What a story. And I'm like, uh, Wally, that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, it did. You know, uh... he had no idea what I do or who I am or anything. And he goes, now I'm reading here. And I said, I said, what are you reading? And he read something that was like so old. And I said, you know, Wally, a lot long ago, I got awarded as the most awarded female comic in history. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. really? I'm like, uh, he had no idea. Uh, no idea. And so, you know, and, and I know DJs like that. And they just love, you know, they love D- morning DJs. Oh, my gosh. Don't ever invite them to your show to open or in there because they finally see an audience and they go nuts and they'll talk for 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story, but bless his heart. I did. I just kind of laughed at it, and I thought, you know, I said, Wally, I've been at this for thirty-two years. You are one of the reasons I am so ready to retire. Oh man! <laughs> when you work so hard in the morning, DJ goes. So I saw this documentary. <laughs> it's so ten, old. Ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, but all that to say, Mm-mm. so they. We played this game, and they pair, and then they told me other people have played it, but Wally always played it with them. And I go, "Oh, and I get the reception." At least you didn't get the janitor. I mean, oh, that would have been even more fun. But you couldn't tease her because she was a big Shonda <laughs> fan. You know what I mean? She's the only one in the whole uh, building yeah. that knew I was. The whole way FM is run by millennials out there, you know. So none of them. They're like, my grandmother loves your stuff. So <laughs> okay, well, so I've well, I've wanted to go yeah. see you um, on your tour before, but anytime you're around where I've been, my church has always been like, hey, the ladies group is going to get together and go see Shonda. Yeah, and I'm like, well, here I here I am going. Well, I mean, you can slip in there, be the driver of the van. Be the there we go. There you That's go. what I can now do. Now you can slip in there. It's funny because a few more men have showed up here and there, which is kind of weird. But um, maybe they heard him sing. <laughs> so you now you tell me it's weird. You should come. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird because you will be <laughs> part of the material. You know, I don't know. But here's the thing: people always ask me. Young comics always go, "How are you doing it, man?" You said, "You know, I'm 63 and I'm still selling out nights." So I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I some comics, a husband and wife will go and see. Me, vans full of women come and see me. Mm-hmm. That's an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> Tell some strange jokes, well, the women will come. Yeah. There you go. So so this game is a little different. We're well, just going to, back to name- that, yeah. Name it's this is these are all from the nineties. So oh, this is not eighties, these are the nineties. Right. And so we're gonna name a part of a song or and you'll just finish it with the word. You don't have to sing it or anything, but um You're gonna give me a phrase and I finish it. Yeah, we'll make yes. we'll, we'll start out easy. I would guarantee these are Christian music songs. These are Christian. Oh boy, oh boy, help me Jesus. All right, go ahead, Jess. We'll start out easy to let you get warmed up, but there's a guy named Bob Carlyle who had a really famous song named Butterfly What? Butterfly Kisses, and I there told him personally, please stop with that mush. You're killing <laughs> <laughs> Every time it comes this on, next one. I'm bawling. Stop with the mush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jacob, wait. Did, we just heard an interesting fact about Bob Carlisle. Jacob, what was that? He was the he's background oh, singer oh. on the song yep. uh, by Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Girls, girls, girls. He's one of the main voices that's singing, girls, girls. I would be surprised. There was. Who told us that? I forgot who told us that. We just heard that. Jaden Marcus? I what album it was, but he said, I want to go to heaven. It was like a rock ballad, but it was about heaven. Yeah. It was awesome. His voice. Him he has and a rock Brian voice. Duncan. Yep. Brian Duncan. Uh, really mm-hmm. messed up preacher's kid that I adore. Because he's just so yeah. real. He's so troubled, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But he, he saying real stuff. You know, I, I love, he, he and I are very good friends, so I have to shut up. Yeah, he's great. This next one is from 1998, and it's a group called the W's. The W's? And they sang a, the W's, yeah, Christian. And they sang a song called You Are the Devil and the Devil Is. Me? No, you are the devil and the devil is dead, me. Going to hell, in hell. <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> oh, man. Answers. <laughs> it is the devil is bad. Oh, I said me. Well, I'll give it to you. Uh, that's one of those obvious lyrics. Yeah. 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 So recorded. Well, they sing to a girlfriend. That would change everything. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> it's not a love song, really, you know? <laughs> it was the number one wedding song in 1998. <laughs> we, we danced to. We danced to at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Bye bye love. <laughs> you are the devil and the devil is bad. That is so funny. And then they followed up with butterfly kisses. Butterfly <laughs> swatters free. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I'm so surprised re- there's not a parody of that song. I know. There are some things you awesome God, you can't parody that. There's some things you just get parody. I've wanted to parody Mary, did you know? <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> so bad, like Joseph get a clue. But, uh, but you can't do it, you know, because Mark 1 is my best friend. It sounds a spiritual song, you know. There's some things that we no, can make no. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. All right, recorded by the cast of VeggieTales. I'm sorry. Let me just interrupt and say, poor little Chris, he just comes in and out, and then he's real shy, <laughs> and he goes, okay. <laughs> we have to give him permission to talk. So like a twelve-year-old with a beard. <laughs> oh. His wife is actually having a baby on Thursday. Wow! A lot Number of Mormons two. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually the same age as your son, thirty-two. Thirty-two. My son does not need to have a child. <laughs> you know, because you would have to change the diaper between Xbox games. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so recorded by the cast of VeggieTales, what junk food showed up in the WoW 1999 recording? Wow, which is the, the give her the pages. options. Is there an A, B, C, or D? Yep, there's an yeah, A, B, C, and D. So A, cheeseburger, B, beef jerky, C, taco, D, marshmallow. Cheeseburger. Got it. Ah, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Did you guess? <laughs> you remember that yeah. song? I only because my kids were singing it. Yeah. There you go. You know, you I go. didn't have time to read the Bible to the children, so I just let them walk like vegetables. <laughs> Hey, listen, youth ministry, we've all been there. Right. Just gonna put in Veggie Tales. That is so stinking funny. <laughs> so, the worship group Delirious from the oh, 90s yeah. wrote a song, I Want to Go Blank. I want to go get a haircut. Most of them needed it. I went to go get a shower. That was the second thing they needed. But I want to go to heaven. In, yeah, pretty close, but it's I want to go deeper. So <laughs> I don't know this song either. Come on. 
I don't know this. Although you know what's so funny? One of my my kids, some of the, their favorite worship songs was by Skillet, and I took uh, them to yeah. a Skillet concert. And I must be, I must say, I was one of those parents that sat in the back of the room. You're like, what is that? Glad my kids were loving it, and I was like, yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, help us, Jesus. The Great Adventure, wonderful song. What does he want to saddle up? His horses, his brother. There it is. I don't even have to say the options, Jacob. Stephen and I. We need to give you the options, though, Sean. Jacob's proud. Jacob's proud of his material. That's what horses. Do you want to do it, Jacob? Because you wrote it. Oh, Go ahead, okay. Jesse. His Go brother ahead. Herbie, his faith, <laughs> saddle up his faith. And I'm not reading the last one, Jacob. Jacob, his, his wife. wife. Oh, God. Or his That's horses. a parody. That's a parody song. <laughs> Chris has a good story yeah, about that song. Mary Beth is a very dear friend of mine. <laughs> like I'm a, I need to call him right now. What's <laughs> <laughs> Stephen and I worked at Opryland together, which was a theme park. And, it's her, mm-hmm. and Herbie, his brother, was at the theme park. Let me tell you something. Herbie sings, I mean, Stephen's fabulous, but Herbie sings amazing, and he is such a hilarious entertainer. And I don't know why he never got into it or whatever. He always liked was a backup singer for his yeah. brother and stuff like that. But, yeah, we all were kids. We were just kids singing at a theme park. And I, I used to tease him all the time. One time in front of a bunch of thousands of people, I said, and I've seen Stephen Curtis Chapman in his dance belt. Which, if you know what a dance belt is, is like a jock strap uh, for dancers. Um, but, and I said, and he was such a Christian guy, he would wear his Fruit of the Looms and then put the dance belt over his <laughs> <laughs> stood out even worse. Modesty. Oh, he was, but he's still, he's such a great guy. You know, one of my favorite songs he wrote with one of my best friends, Jerry Sally, is a song called His Strength is Perfect. Mm. Oh, I love that song. And that came out mm-hmm. just not long after we all quit working at the park. He wrote a bunch of songs while he was working at the park with Jerry Sally, who's a great bluegrass writer, to tell you the truth. They wrote that one and a couple of other stuff that would just stand out, you know, tender backstage, yeah. you know, when you've got a moment off or whatever. And he would work on songs. He was just wonderful. And he was a really good Christian guy. I was not a Christ follower back in those days, so I'm sure I was a smart, like, you know, ex-preacher's kid that hated the world, and they still loved me, you know, yeah. You're a couple of things, you, Which you, of the you probably following? wrote a couple of songs about you. Probably. Come to the Lord. <laughs> yes. I love your horse. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Shonda, which of the following greens is a Christian music artist? Red, Romaine, Tom, or Steve? Well, Steve Green, but also you forgot the first is Keith Green. Before there was a Steve Green, there was an amazing Keith Green. So there you go. But that was before you were born. We know Keith Green. Yeah. We know of Keith Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What an interesting time in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny about what y'all think about Jesus Revolution? Wasn't it great? It was amazing. It really, it really is great. But I remember those days because Jesus Revolution started in California and made its way all across the country in different phases and ways. And I lived in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and my brother and sister became the hippie, you know, Jesus followers on the beach on the in the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, we started. I went to. I was underaged. But I would go with them sometimes when they wanted to go to this Jesus coffee shop called The Way. And, you know, I remember some of those people and, and Keith Green and some of those songs coming out during that time. Um, Honey Bee, I know you don't know that num- name, but she wrote some great songs. She's kind of a hippie gal that came up through Indiana. But all those people came through in that Jesus Jesus people movement. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, Keith is one. I, I love Keith and... 
I was actually at Goodwill a couple of weeks ago and found a vinyl. And I'm a vinyl. I love vinyl records. <clears throat> and I found a vinyl record with Keith Green, and it was it was like almost new. And I was so it's excited. A I was I was like in Goodwill, and I was jumping yes. down. And my wife was like. She was like, "What is it? Is it is it worth a lot of money?" And I was like, "No, I'm not selling this one. This is this is mine." <laughs> and so I I was listening to it. I love it. We were newly married. He was always he would get baseball cards. Our last two dollars of the week, and we'd buy a pack of baseball. Oh, this one's worth a hundred dollars. Well, let's go sell it right now. Right, right now, yeah. No, no, no. We'll save it. Those things finally got eaten by mouse mice and right. a mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mm. And I was like, if they're worth money, sell it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next, the the name of this newsboy's song is Love, Liberty, Blank. Love, Liberty, and the Red Shoes. <laughs> Christmas so Shoes. Christmas song. Shoes. That's new song, sorry. <laughs> new boy, new song. Yeah. You know, I didn't follow. Potato, potato. <laughs> well, listen, I... Listen, I called you Vonda. You can call them new song. It's fine. <laughs> Love, liberty, and the pursuit of who knows. With the newsboys, who knows. So I'm sure disco. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so who knows? The answer actually goes along with that. It does. The answer is disco. Ah, there you go. So I will give you that because you, you, I think you nailed it in your in your. Be- beatbox beatboxing beat- there yeah her, her disco yeah. beatbox <laughs> all right last one bond or er, <laughs> i got bonda <laughs> see now now that i said it again my my brain's broken now ladies and gentlemen bonda pierce. pierce hey listen you know if you ever trying to new image no shonda i'm sorry shonda do you know who wrote above all above all was it Michael W. Smith, Lenny LeBlanc, and Paul Le- Baloche, Brian Dorkerson, or Martin Smith and Matt Redman? It was the LeBlanc, LeBlanc, LeBlanc. You're right. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Amazing. Dead air. Dead air. I don't want to call her the wrong name again, guys. My goodness gracious. Everybody's afraid to talk to me now. Well, we, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michael W. Smith just sent me this because he found it somewhere on his phone. Oh, that's epic. <laughs> one party of one. But uh, we we had him on our show a few weeks ago. You did? Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He's mm-hmm. he's cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. So talk about the tour that you're on and what you have coming up. Well, I've got two, three or four more weekends, um, and then I'm done. I just got off the bus. I was on the bus for 31 days straight, mm-hmm. which is very hard. But when you go to the West Coast from Nashville, that's kind of how you, you work your yeah. way out, you work your way home. Uh, and it was good. You know, I, I want to say, and artists are going out there now. Um, crowds are smaller. They're still in fear. California, mm. Portland, Seattle, all up in there where we went. It's sad. It's really sad. There is a, and I don't want to over-spiritualize, but there is a great darkness that comes with a place that is so locked down and liberally controlled. It is. The town of Portland is no more. It used to be a beautiful city. It is homeless camps here and there. And a lot of it's not just homeless camps. It's just hippie camp out and drugs. and, And, you know, they defunded the police. So there's all this political stuff going on. But it was just sad. And yet the concerts were so rich and full of the spirit of God because people came so hungry and I'll choke up. Mm. They came so hungry to gather together, to laugh, uh, the privilege of being together again. They're loving it. And we feel like on on my side of the country, we've been going full blast for a long, long time. It was really surprising to see how uh, very 
very back back there they still are you know and a lot of that comes mm. from their governmental leadership it's just really a depressing mm -hmm. area there is you know there's still persecution of the christians and for gathering and and the millennial kind of movement out there wants to shut down any kind of christian organization it's a frightening corner of the country um, and then you start moving out of there and you move closer. We went through Colorado. We went through Idaho, you know, and on our way home. And, and, and you start feeling a lighter feeling in your spirit of these people are feeling more relaxed and more relaxed. But, you know, as, as a body of Christ, we've got to really pray for our brothers and sisters fighting the fight in those very liberal areas. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I'm very political. Uh, so I have a couple of picketers, you know, always show up every now and then a lot of haters. Um, and, and I don't care, you know, I've, I have so many artist friends, not, not any that we've mentioned tonight. They nothing but my best pals out there, but I have a lot of artist friends that were like, don't get political. You shouldn't talk about stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, mm. but as a Christian, do we not have an obligation to share the light in a way that says, okay, this is what the Bible says. I'm not trying to be ugly or political, but the Bible says this, and, and that's all you have to do. We're in a place in the nation where they are doing everything they can to dilute scripture, to make it look old and antiquated and make it not true and to make it, uh, where it means nothing anymore. And if we begin, and I say this out, if we begin to say the Bible is watered down, I'm toast because I, I, I have ADHD, manic depressive, you know, a uh, very depressed person. I got to have a foundation. You know, I have to have something right. that I can base my life on. So if you start saying that's wishy-washy and it's not true, then I'm toast. And, and the truth mm. of the matter is there's nothing about, the Bible is offensive because it's hard. There's hard stuff. I always say there's stuff in there I don't like. That whole love your neighbor. I have some weird neighbors. But, you know, it's just, um, it just is what it is. And so to be a person, to, you know, answer Chris's question, to be a person that has the distinct privilege to go out there and make the body of Christ laugh, I have never yeah. felt more essential in my 32 year career. And I've mm. been at this for 32 years. Um, mm. As long as you've been alive, Chris. And <laughs> I, I've watched myself grow uh, comically. I've watched, I've seen my life grow spiritually and emotionally and mentally and all of those things. And, but by the grace of God, I am still going strong. And I can't believe it. You know, my manager called today and said, y'all, three shows this weekend sold out. They're wanting to add a show on Sunday night. And I'm like, I want to go home. You know, yeah. I'm just, I am peopled out. My pastor called me the other day, missed you Sunday, you know? And I said, you know, pastor, and he's so good. And I watch online and all those things that people do that y'all hate. But I, I live in a life <laughs> where I am, I am peopled out. By the time I get home, you know, and I just, yeah. so being blessed to be able to turn on my congregations worshiping and I'm on my porch and I don't have to talk to anybody or see anybody. It's, it's, it's a very big privilege. It's not what we're supposed to do. Children, everybody go to church, but, uh, you know, it's just hard. So I'm still touring. So I have tour dates out there. You can go to Shonda.org and catch them all. Um, awakening events that I am, uh, is my promoter and they do a lot of groups and they're, and they're doing great. They're a great, uh, entity that's putting Christian concerts out there. But, and then the movie, you know, the movie is just a labor of love. We, um, you know, it is, uh, it, I would love to see it do really well just because of my husband, you know, and yeah, at yeah. the same time I built yeah. a house that we had started 10 years ago. I finally finished it. And, um, and I had my therapist and my pastor would caution me all the time. Don't build this house for David, build this house for you and the way you're mm. going to live, you know, till Jesus comes. And, and I had to keep remembering that because it's so, it's so easy to want to tribute, 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 tribute. 
Yeah. And at some point you have to go, well, I need to do something, you know, for myself. So I have a sewing room, mm-hmm. whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop, mm-hmm. you know, and a hot tub. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you know, so all those help. But I, I just feel so blessed. I'm telling you, because you never know. Life is so weird. If this is the last interview I ever do, I want y'all to capitalize on this like nobody's business. <laughs> Sell this footage. <laughs> For a million dollars, whatever you want me to say to make it sell better. <laughs> but I am, uh, I am. Vonda. Yeah, thank you, Vonda. Yeah, yeah thanks, Vonda. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's what you need to say. I'm the only one that knew what her real name was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, all that to say, I am blessed. I have a life and a career and I'm still going strong. I have heartache and I still carry it, you know, and. God walks with me, you know, it's, uh, I think when it's all said and done, I just want people to know good, bad, or ugly. I hung on to the hem of his garment, like nobody's business. I always love that story because she snuck down. She just touched it. If I had the opportunity, I'd have grabbed his ankle, drag me through the city. I need Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. come see me in the concerts. Come see me in the theater. Yeah. And it's it is rollwithit.movie, you said, right? Rollwithit.movie, you can get all the information about where it's showing and a, it's it's a fathom events thing. So you, I think you can go to fathom too, but rollwithit.movie. Yeah. Tell your awesome. time. Incredible. Well, Shonda, bring, thank you so well, thank much. You so much. Full of women, Jacob. Drive the van. Jesse, drive the van. Yeah. Well, I was just looking. You're in Bedford, Indiana. That's just a couple hours down the road from us. You need to bring him. I wish you would come. We could do like a live on the stage podcast thingamajig. <laughs> can, can I intro you as Vonda Price? That would be hilarious. <laughs> I did. I had a video called The Soapbox. <clears throat> the Soapbox. And I was introduced like four different times. And they said my name four different ways. One of the guys that introduced me was little Jimmy Dickens. Mm. And he said, Jawanda Prince. <laughs> and everybody did it different because that's my MO. Everybody says it different. Everybody says it different. So it, it, we made a joke out of it and it was good. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks so that's much. We, we, we really love getting to talk to you, Shonda, every time. Thank you very, very much. Hi, I'm Wanda Price and Jesse is a jerk. And you're listening <laughs> to Christian Music Guys podcast. I like that one more. I like that one more. <laughs> that one's going to be great. Well, thanks for listening. And thank you, Shonda, for chatting with us. Be sure and subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. If you're listening on Apple, please rate and review our podcast. It's much appreciated. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Be sure to go to our website, ChristianMusicGuys.com. There you'll find our latest blogs. While you're there, you can check out all past episodes. Thanks so much. See you next time.